Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the Hocus Pocus trailer. We've also got tons of reviews that we're going to be talking about, including Only Murders in the Building, The Princess, um, Miss Marvel, and much more. But before we go any, into any of that, quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe here on YouTube to keep up with our latest videos. You can also subscribe on the audio platforms as well, including Spotify, Amazon, etc. So you can listen to the, um, these podcast wherever you are you can find us on social media twitter etc to keep up with everything and on that let's jump into it so uh the big real one of the was a bit a surprise release really was the trailer for hocus pocus 2 which is coming to disney plus on september the 30th um it kind of feels a little bit i i, I know americans go nuts over halloween but it's it's, a, it's like uh it's only like june when it came out it was like halloween still it's like you could have dropped this at the beginning of september and it would have been fine but um yeah the trailer's dropped um it's more hocus pocus what did you think of it i think that pretty well describes it it's more <laughs> hocus pocus it it we we obviously haven't seen much of it it's a very short trailer so there's only bits and pieces of it but it does seem to have the feeling of the original movie which is good um but we need to see a bit more and that's probably why they dropped this one so early this is more of a teaser yeah, uh, yeah a, teaser. A, a real trailer will probably drop beginning of september or thereabouts and i think this is also disney just wants to let people know we've got things on the horizon that aren't just marvel and star wars there's some other things and hocus pocus is generally pretty well remembered so, yeah. yeah well i mean every every year since disney plus has launched um the minute it gets to um, halloween hocus pocus goes straight to the top of trending i mean i remember last year it literally was the number one movie across all streaming platforms not just disney plus i mean people were just watching it in the show um i've seen it i don't really i don't have any nostalgia for it so i'm um, having only recently watched it i think live last year or the year before um so i'm a little i'm very much like yeah i could I, if this never existed it wouldn't bother me in the slightest so um i would i'm very lukewarm on this this is very much like yeah whatever i'm, I'm it's, it's not it's not very high on my top list of things i want to watch this year i think it's so popular largely because it's one of the only options available uh mm. if you want to watch a halloween movie and you want the kids to be able to watch it your options are very very limited i think yeah. it's like between this and you know nightmare before christmas which normally also does very well around that yeah. time of year otherwise you're you're talking about things like friday the 13th or jason or something you're not you're not really most people aren't really going to put like a 10 year old in front of that yeah i, I mean it i, I know my, my kids friends are i love that one uh, <laughs> but i i'll be i think as well there's always a little bit tricky um primarily i think like Halloween has always been a little bit different over here in the UK of like it wasn't really a big thing when I was a kid um and it, it doesn't have the same impact that um that it does in the US but Hocus Pocus it, it looks okay just for me I'm just like yeah yeah well it's uh, it, it didn't blow me away it just but yeah um, and let's also talk about another trailer that dropped this week, which was for High School Musical, the musical, the series season three, which is coming to Disney Plus from July the 27th. We're getting new episodes every week. Um, this time they're off to a summer camp. Um, looks like they've drastically cut the cast this time, really kind of trimmed it down to a few core uh, members. Now, whether or not that's because of um, the pandemic. Also, the idea of filming it outside in a camp might also made, have made that a little bit easier. I'm really looking forward to them having a little bit more, um, the with it being just just more better because that that second season was so flat um, with how they did it. It was just it was just pretty bad. 
I can't comment much on season two. I think I stopped after like three episodes. But yeah, there is a difference between a series that was created and then has to be chopped up because of COVID restrictions because you can't do reshoots and you can't properly finish. And then also season three, which was hopefully at least designed around COVID restrictions. So they did what they they were able to do. Plus, by that point, they already hopefully knew like what worked and what didn't with the style shooting. I think that's why it's outside, like you said. And then the smaller cast, I think that might be a combination of both COVID and recognizing that season two was just kind of like, we need to focus on somebody. We let the subplots go wild and it weakened all of them. Yeah, totally. It, it definitely, um, trimming it down to like four or five, you know, three or four stories rather than trying to do like, 10 or 15 simultaneous with every character getting their own little bit. Um, and they're also introducing some new characters as well. You've got um, Jesse, who was in uh, Modern Family. He's coming in. You've also got um, Jojo Swallow coming in as well. Um, it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of Olivia Rodrigo. I'm just looking at the poster. It looks like she kind of got stuck in at the end, you know, on some blue tag. <laughs> just, just, just at the end, I go, oh, she, she's, oh, yeah, wait, she's, it's like, she's way too big for this series now. I mean, um, she was on Glastonbury last week. Um, I mean, it was literally last Saturday night here in the UK, mainstream, main BBC One, the main channel, her concert was shown. You know, that's how big it was. It was like one of the biggest um, things over the weekend to be shown. So, yes, you can see now she's just drastically out of Disney's price range for this show. Um, and I think this might just be the send-off for, for that character. And I um, hope she's in a little bit, little bit and she does a few songs and stuff. But... Um, I I didn't mind it. I'm I'm looking forward. To, I'm thinking this series. I'm I've got a little bit more hope for it. Um, that it might tighten up a little bit and be a little bit better than like season two because that that was just. Um, but I mean they've already tight. They've already announced season four. So I'm really hoping that this will just move along a little bit and we get a few different stories and stuff. I guess we'll wait and see. It's not that far off no. now. No, no, it's not that far. Um, also, this week it was revealed that uh, Disney are taking the 20th Century Studios film Australia, uh, which was made by Baz Luhrmann, who currently has just made um, Elvis, which is doing really well in the cinema. And they're going to be turning it into a six-episode miniseries, Far Away Downs, because they've got that much un—they've got that much footage, including multiple endings. That they're going to completely like re-edit it and turn it into a six-episode series. It's going to be on Hulu in the United States, Star Plus in Latin America, and on Disney Plus around the world. Um, yeah, and I was just like, I'm like, because I have, I remember watching Australia when it when it came out, um, and like enjoying it, and it, it never, re it didn't, I like, kind of go into that next level. And I'm like, and I was thought this movie was like, oh yeah, no, I, I I'm completely in on watching this because I haven't seen that movie. In a good 10, 15 years. So I don't really remember it too well. It's got Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman in it. So yeah, give this, you know, extend it out to a series. It's basically give give Australia the Snyder cut, you know. <laughs> it's just um it uh, yeah, I'm all in. I'm I'm like, yeah, I'll give this a go. I'm, i I like the movie. So an extended version, it's been that long. What about you? I never saw the original, so it's all new to me. As long as they can integrate the new material or the the reinserted material so that it looks seamless yeah go for it yeah yeah apparently because he, he tends to do very long films anyway um but it's just a lot of footage and stuff um yeah i'm looking forward to this one um I spent quite a bit of time out in the outback so it'll be kind of interesting to see how this was and um like learning a little bit more about going what went on there but yeah that, that, that one to me was like 
oh, that was a little bit left field. I mean, that's one way of making new series. Uh, you know, I mean, but if they've got all that footage, I mean, why not do something a bit different with it? And Hugh Jackman, you can't beat more Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Especially Hugh Jackman from 10 or 15 years ago when yeah. he, was, he was definitely at like, uh, I don't want to say the top of the game because he's still he, a very, exactly, very yeah, good. Yeah. But he was definitely like an A-list actor at the time. Everyone knew who he was. He was yeah. uh, he was in all the big movies at the time. And mm. he's still definitely a, a top-tier actor. You just don't see his name quite as much as he used to. I think he's um, – I know he's been having – he's had a few issues with skin cancer. But also I mm. think um, he's been doing a lot of musicals. I think he's just doing – I think he's just doing what he loves. I think that's he's at that point now where he doesn't he can do you know I know he's been doing stuff in on Broadway and stuff because I'm um I remember seeing him on Broadway myself years ago and you know in a musical and it's just that thing that's what he loves to do and if, if he can do more of that because he you know that that um you know he's not going to be doing Wolverine as much as there's a lot of attention about it I, you know I can't see him returning um for a stint with the MCU. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I think that one's a nice little surprise. No, if he shows up in the MCU, I think it's going to be a lot like Professor Xavier, where he shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, we just killed Wolverine. Sorry, guys. Uh, that he, he is literally, I think, the only character left that they, they have for the nostalgia um, multiverse yeah. thing, because everyone else has been done. The fan interesting characters like... Uh, like Mr. Fantastic are now out there. Wolverine maybe Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds would yeah. would be like the last two that they have to really build off the nostalgia rather than establishing new characters. And I always feel like Deadpool's the the one character that they can pull in from the multiverse and put him into the main verse and it work because of his style can can just be like well, you know, it's like, you know, you can tongue-in-cheek it and you can get away with it kind of thing. And I think we are going to see more of that. I mean, we'll hopefully find out a little bit more um, in the coming weeks and months ahead. But we're going to talk about um, our San Diego uh, predictions in a couple of weeks' time, nearer, nearer the time. Other than that, there wasn't a huge amount of news this week. A little bit quite obviously with the um, Independence Weekend this weekend, you know, things kind of seem to be sort of quietening down a little bit for that. Um, but we got lots of um, great stuff to talk about this week uh, in terms of new content. But um, before we get into into that, I just wanted to I had a little bit of a rant. I was gonna I was gonna write an article, but I decided now I'm gonna just do it here instead. Of you know, here we are in you know we're now halfway through 2022. You know, we we did the run through of July's list last week on the podcast, and it is very much along the lines of. You know, and we keep saying we're waiting for the ad tier to kick in to kind of give Disney Plus in the US a little bit of a, a kick up the butt and kind of move into the next stage. But it's kind of getting to that point of going, guys, you're going to have to start doing something at some point rather than just keep putting out ESPN and shark documentaries because, you know, they've been teasing and they've just not been putting things on there for nearly, you know, we're going on to seven months now. You know, the, Oh, they're going to do it when the ad tier is like going, yeah, but we're about, you know, we've got about eight to ten weeks before that happens. We are hoping at some point they're going to, you know, that grace period starts to kind of thin off a little bit where you're like, yeah, I'm giving, I've been giving you the benefit of the doubt. But at some point you are going to have to, you know, do something. Yeah. And like we have what five or six titles we're reviewing this week, yeah. but only one of them is on Disney Plus in yeah. the States. All the rest are on Hulu. 
Yeah, because it's just like, you know, at the minute, all the good stuff, is, all the really like, more interesting shows for us are going on to um, Hulu. But even in the US, it's very much like um, we're not, it doesn't feel like we're getting the filler as much as it was. The kind of the, the lesser titles, we're getting better quality stuff. But because they're much more, they've got that the production line going a little bit more. We're getting things dropping weekly with new movies and bits and pieces. Um, this week seemed a little bit light um, because uh, I mean they had Miss Marvel, but that was pretty. I'm trying to think what else there was though no, because there was everything else. Yeah, there were sharks. There were yeah. Uh, oh, sharks. Like yeah, that. I mean, yeah. It's Lots it's kind of it's just kind of feeling right now of like you know the legacy content of like what they're they're not really putting anything on there. Every, even the general entertainment stuff. I mean, we're talking, we could probably, we're literally going to name on one hand the stuff that's been added since um, the parental controls got upgraded. What's it? Glee, the the finder, alias. Um... There, there, was that, there was that Disney Channel super villain show like last week or something. Yeah, but even that's, that's, I mean, because that's Disney Channel, I don't really count yeah, that as the general that. entertainment. It's just like, you do kind of feel like, yeah, it's this. You know, you're going to have to beef it up a bit. Um, you know, they can't keep promising stuff. Hopefully, we'll find out more at the 23. But that's still September. So there's still another two months away. I'm, I'm kind of hoping, I was hoping like, yes, you know, there'll be something a little bit more juicy coming to Disney Plus for subscribers, you know, to kind of, because in the US, I can just see right now of, you know, why people are kind of a little bit, um, I didn't say like they just it's there's nothing really exciting, I think, at the minute for Disney Plus. Um, yeah, you got Miss Marvel, but that's not hitting on the same note that I think a lot of people were hoping for. It feels like now we're almost into August for the like Andor and She Hulk will be the next big buzz, but in the next six weeks, it's a little bit light. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I know Miss Marvel is is interesting because it's not getting viewed by as many people, but it's overall rating higher than all of the other MCU shows mm. so far, uh, the ones on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I wonder wonder how much of a correlation there is between that. Like, the people who, you know, are just kind of like, oh, it's a Marvel show, I'll throw it on, you know, Loki, Hawkeye, mm. etc. And then they, they rate it lower. Uh, because you know they're they're not super engaged, but they're only watching it because they need something, and they're they're just not showing up for Miss Marvel. So the people who are watching it are very excited for it. Yeah, it, it kind of interesting. Yeah, and, it feel, and it feels a little bit like this weekend. It's all about either Gru and the minions on the movie side, or you've got Stranger Things and like you know the number because they released yesterday. Nielsen released the number for. Um, the second week of they didn't do the first week, but date is like missing. But it was like 700 million minutes of Stranger Things compared to like 900 million minutes of um, Kenobi. And this is just on the US. I mean, I have never seen a number that high on the Nielsen rating charts, on the streaming charts. It's like, I was like 7,000. I mean, I think I've seen 3,000 maybe the biggest. I mean, this the numbers of what people... I mean, it does help with Stranger Things for being... You know, I think each episode is an hour. These new ones that have just dropped um, are about two. We watched one last night. My wife said just before we were recording, "Shall we just put it on for half an hour?" I'm like, "No, no. Once we finish the podcast, we'll sit down and watch, watch the finale of Stranger Things." But it, is, it feels like this weekend is, you know, Disney have just kind of gone, "Yeah, we're we're out." It seems a bit weird because normally on you, know, you got four coming out next week, but they've kind of left this weekend for. I mean, I don't know whether or not people go cinema so much or people are watching tv as much this weekend like as a summer barbecue kind of 
no one's going to be watching TV kind of thing. It feels a little bit like Disney kind of just left this one. Yeah, you know, the the family gatherings typically revolve more around sport events, mm-hmm. mostly because you can just kind of leave them on the background and maybe your your weird uncle will just plop himself down and watch, and I don't even know, baseball, I guess, right now. Because hockey and basketball are done. Football hasn't started yet. I don't know what's yeah, but Yeah, money in, the, money in the bank for me tonight. That's my yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, I think most people are assuming Gru is going to do really well. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a resurgence in uh, Top Gun this weekend because, you know, the whole like patriotism, uh, America's the greatest, let's go bomb some stuff kind of thing. Uh, That that did, that was not supposed to be quite as negative as that came out. Uh, It's a fun movie, (laughs) but yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm waiting until it comes out on on TV. I'm I'm just, um, I'm not, and I've said this, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. So that's why I'm not bothered. If it was probably anybody else, I probably would have done. But it's, I'm just not a fan of Tom Cruise movies. I, I will say, without going into it too much, when I when I watched it, it was one of the very few movies where I'm like, oh yeah, this is a theater experience movie because right at the beginning, one of the jets kicks in the afterburners and uh, it goes left side and then right side, and I could feel it yeah. in the theater. And I wasn't in one of like the fancy 40s or the IMAX or anything. It was just a regular uh, Cinemax, no special features, and it was like. Ooh, I can feel the engines kicking in. That was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. That said, you know, it. I don't think there's any particular need to rush out, but it was fun. No, no. Um, right. So let's now talk about some reviews. But before we do that, um, just a quick bit of housekeeping in terms of thanking our Patreon and YouTube channels uh, members. Thank you so much for your support. Um, you can su- subscribe for as little as $2 a month. And this really does help because it means then we can cover the cost of hosting the podcast, the software that we use, for example, for recording this, um, the podcast and um, other bits and pieces that we need um, because, you know, running the site and stuff does cost a lot of money with hosting fees and stuff like that. Um, so I want to big, a big, big thank you to Sarah. Thank you very much for being um, a Platinum member and for all of your support. Also to Andrew Elliott, Jacob Caled, Red Marsman, Aero, Chris Cody, uh, we've also got Daniel, um, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and Paul while over on the YouTubes. Thank you very much to Mamad. We've also got Raphael, got Adam, Dana, Ricky. We've also got Dave, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Thank you for all of your support. And also make sure if you are a member, jump into either the community feed or onto Patreon and get in your questions for this week's QA, which will be going up live on Sunday. So let's jump into the roof. So let's start, let's start off with Miss Marvel. Let's just let's, let's do this one straight off the bat. Um, what do you think of this week's episode? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it was fun seeing them go over to Pakistan, and and honestly, I don't know much about the country. Like I haven't seen it very much, so yeah. Okay. You know what? You know what's more that. interesting about that? There, um, guess where they filmed that? I guess probably in like New Jersey, but Bangkok. Oh well, it's just it's like well, why would you go to Bangkok and film it? And film the outdoor scene. It's just, it's a, but then they did that for um, also with uh, Moonlight, where they filmed some of it in um, um, Europe rather than actually, I mean, Egypt. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I did, I was a little bit, dis- I was really disappointed when I found that out. I was like, oh, I thought it was really good that they went to Pakistan and that, and it was like different. And it felt, it just gave the show a little bit more vibe and just a little bit more interesting. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, but well, yeah, carry it, on. It, <laughs> At least it wasn't a soundstage in the middle of Los Angeles or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it, it authenticity does count for a lot. So it would be nice if they actually went to Pakistan. I didn't realize that until you said yeah. that. But 
it, we do also kind of have to accept that is the norm. And it, it happens like everywhere. London is actually being shot in Atlanta. New York is actually being shot in Vancouver. You know, Africa it's always, is like... It's always know. the ones in New York where you're like, I can see the CN Tower and it's too clean. <laughs> or, or you're like in the Bronx and there's a giant lake behind you. And you're like, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this oh, is... I think, yeah. wasn't that the, I think that wasn't that the, um, Rumble in the Bronx where they yeah. literally could see the mountains. Um, <laughs> yeah, the you can see the Vancouver mountains. It, 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 they're... And it wasn't even like in the background. It was in like one of their pan shots where like he's standing there being noble. And you're like, where the heck did these mountains come from in the middle of New York City? Like, okay. Anyway, point being, um, it it does at least feel authentic in its Marvel for someone who has not been to India or Pakistan yeah. or, or any of those those countries. So I I would not be able to tell. There is no CN Tower that no, I could no. refer to and be like, oh wait, this is supposed to be Pakistan, but it's actually Nepal or you know. yeah. So uh, I won't get on that, but if, if you have been to Pakistan, you may be able to point yeah. out things like this is not actually accurate. Yeah. Um, I'd be kind of curious uh, about that. But in general, ignoring that, I did enjoy the show. It was fun to see this different culture. It was fun to see uh, their own version of like the secret society that was supposed to to hunt the jinns and, yeah. and so on. Those two new characters they got introduced. So, and then just the interactions between the grandmother the mother and kamala mm. were they're very fun and at, but also occasionally uh, emotional is too strong a word but you know um having those moments where you can see them connect was, mm. was nice to have in the series see yes for me this was a very mixed episode um i enjoyed the bits with the family um i thought that was in, i like that whole aspect of kind of incorporating it but I I really struggled with like the these the suddenly you're in a um a secret place and you got the red dagger and they're teaching you all this information it's like girl you just did this two episodes and they tried to kill you and then you've instantly just like we did this less than like an hour ago and you know nearly all killed you so it was a little bit like come on couldn't have we done this there it was like did we need to do they could have done that whole I don't know. I just found that whole thing, and how it's it seems so complicated. It's it the story, the, the background story of who they are and where they come from, just seems vastly overcomplicated. Because I've been, it was like I got finished the show, and like literally just went online and was like, right, explain. Because <laughs> it was just like I should, like, I shouldn't feel like it shouldn't feel that hard to be like, and then oh, they're trying to incorporate in the humans and this and the multiverse, and it's like, why have they made it so complicated? It just you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of, and yeah. It, it, and I was like, I didn't even watch it on Wednesday because we had, we had, I couldn't watch it first thing in the morning. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch it tomorrow. And it's like that's a Marvel show. That's like I, you know, normally I watch it the minute it drops, kind of thing. And this series is just, it's like, there's so much of it I really like. You know, I think you know, but I feel like we just like she can't fight. You know, and she's you know she's just in defense mode, and she's not learning how to fight. She's just defending and running away. And I don't like the villains because they're so generic. I I you know like you know I I've, I'm really I don't know I'm just I'm just struggling a little bit with this series. It's just not hitting the same notes that I I was hoping it would do. It just feels a bit yeah it's it's, it's a strange one. I'm hoping that the series kind of kicks up a little bit, but at the minute I'm just like. I've seen some of this stuff before, and it's a bit generic. 
Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with any of that, but I I don't hold it against it quite as much. Yeah. I think I'm I'm more just enjoying the ride, but uh, but you're not wrong either. The that was definitely going through my mind where it's, you know she's meeting the young boy with the red scarf, and then he's bringing her to her mentor. I'm like, uh, please don't do another heel turn. I don't want to to have fighting two people now, and then also. You know the um, the multiverse thing. I I mentioned this during the Doctor Strange review several weeks ago or months ago now. Uh, I'm getting a bit tired of the multiverse. I think I know that's the big push for for the current phase four, five, six, whatever. But not everything has to be multiverse. Well, also as well as it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, if they go back into their into if they go back, they destroy the Earth. Like, well, wouldn't it have been destroyed when they came in? Yeah, there, there's, like, there's and like no, and questions. you know, you've got like Chavez like jumping through like eighty to ninety different universes. Why is that one gonna just? I don't know. I, I find that it's like you need to set the rules, and that doesn't seem to fit properly. My assumption is that it's not the jumping between dimensions; it's the way they're jumping between dimensions. Yeah. They got to use the bangle and her powers or something, and that's the part that's dangerous. But like America or Doctor Strange going through. You know, they use a different method, so it's safer, safe-ish. Yeah. I don't know. But you're right. They do need to explain it. And on top of that, as you mentioned before, the villains are just kind of there. We don't care about them. We don't really understand. They want to go home. That's their motive. Everything else is just, yeah, and they're, they're powerful. I don't even know what most of their powers are, honestly. Well, I don't even don't they Have they got any? It, it might just be look, super strong and fast. Yeah. That might be um, right. As a whole, those villains have just got, they've just got no, they're, just, it's like they're not a threat. I mean, you know, you, we, we could let the runaways take these people out. I <laughs> <laughs> probably could take them out, honestly. Um, I, I wouldn't say that the nationality of the character has anything to do with it. It's simply that we just don't know anything about them and the show is not taking the time. We had a brief window, you know, a few episodes ago when they were introduced and we learned a little tiny bit about it. And then nothing. The, all we had from them this episode was them breaking out of jail and attacking Kamala. And that's it. We, we, we know their motive. And, and that's literally it. If, they, if the show actually took the time to flesh them out a little bit, it'd be much better. And also as well, it's like you know, these two new guys are introduced. It's like we have this great big team of what, two of you? <laughs> Is like it was a little bit. I don't know. I just, I've just it was one of those episodes of just like, and this is again is, it's just wobbling around a little bit. It's either you needed more time to make this better to give to tell the story better, or you needed less time to trim it down a little bit because we probably could have done the introduction, you know, the whole like flash image of showing you what the thing is. They could have had the main villain do that like two episodes ago and wouldn't need that whole scene. As a, you know, That's, here's the yeah. here's the introduction of what's going. I don't know. I just find it very, um, or, you know, we've said this before with the Marvel shows where you get in that mid the mid episode episode four where the speed dial gets driven right back down again and like okay we need to reset before we get into the finale and then like I feel it's like okay we you keep doing this in the same episodes of like you know where who's what's the villain why you know again why is she trying to save the whole you the whole planet is at risk. Like she's not ready. She's just nowhere near ready for anything. She just keeps running away. Yeah, not every threat needs to be the world will be destroyed. I, I thought Hawkeye actually did a very good job of that, where it was just no that 
we need to help these people and we need to uncover this, you know, mafia conspiracy and and Kingpin will be involved. Would like it have been like, had it just been like, well, we need your bangle to get home. Yeah. You know, and you know, we're trying to get it from you. And that would have been, and like, be fine. yeah, it's it, it, rather than like, oh, well, if she opens up the universe, she's going, like, well, how can you, and you're like, Miss Marvel can't, can't stop them because she doesn't seem to, she's not capable yet. I don't know. It's just, and on one hand, I, I was really enjoying the series when it kicked off and it kind of got the frame like, okay. And but four was just like, did they need to even go to Pakistan? It just feels like they didn't need to even do it. They could have done that in New Jersey. Um, yeah, but if we start going into the do they need to, did they need yeah. to, most movies and shows and stuff, you know, you can kind of kind of play around with, with that. I think, heck, we did that last week with uh, yeah. with like, well, do you need Hayden Christensen for, yeah. for Obi-Wan? It's like, well, yeah. Do you need Ewan McGregor for Obi-Wan? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just as a whole, like, for two weeks to go, I'm going, like, where are we going? <laughs> where's, this, where's the story telling us at the minute? Because I feel like, um, you know, we're two, we're, we're two thirds of the way through, and I'm like, okay. I really enjoyed those first two episodes of getting her up to speed, but it feels like she needed, we needed like a, she needs a training. She needs a training montage or something like that of like fighting, just to kind of learn how to use her skills a little bit more, so she becomes a little bit more of a threat. Because just defense, it's like okay, I get that, but we've seen it for like two episodes back to back. See, I don't actually necessarily agree with that one. I feel like she actually has the combat skills now. She's just a defensive person. She does not want to take the offense, but. From what we've seen of her using the powers in like the last episode or so, she seems perfectly proficient in them, uh, or at least you know she can do what she wants with them. She doesn't. She may not know the full powers yet. We're not sure, but you know, in the fight, she's holding her own. So it feels like it's more of a I don't want to attack rather than I can't attack. Yeah, I think it's it's just like it feels like it's just become like a defense. All she is is shields. I'm just shielding the whole time, and I don't know. It's just, it just does not. Again, it's like taking all. You know, there's whole, there's a whole hunk of this show that I like. There's a whole, does you know, I'm liking the the theme of it. I'm liking you know the the story of the family, her introduction, um, the the overall feel of it. It's just, it just needs some tweaks, and I think the villain. I feel like it's the villains that are the problem. Just not having decent a decent villain to kind of give a reason why. You know, a great grandmother and like i don't know it's just a very strange one I'm, i was a little bit like yeah i just meh on that last episode that said it does look like the next episode is going to happen during partition when a lot of the inciting events uh yeah. happen so i suspect in addition to meeting her great grandmother we might meet younger versions of these villains and maybe that will help us establish like why we should care about their agenda mm. I, don't, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very tricky. I mean, it's it's there's so much of this series that is really interesting, and I'm really enjoying it. But it was a little bit, um, just like why? Um, it's it's very tricky. I mean, I don't know if it's again, you know, I there's so much great television out right now, you know, because like with Stranger Things, The Boys, and a whole host of other stuff, that this just doesn't feel like it's on that level, and it's just a little bit below, and I—it's very bad to say that about. I feel like, well, you know, that's Marvel, which this this used to be peak, 
And now it's like, this is the problem of too many series and too many projects where the, the quality is feels like it's dropping a little. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I, I think part of it is also it's a different audience. This is not the same target audience. Well, it's not so much even just that. I just feel like, like Hawkeye missed the mark. Um, Moon Knight had some a great it was a really good series but it still got a little bit like generic at the end bit and it's like you know they i feel like they've got a they can't just keep doing this, this i don't know it's a very odd one i just feel like you know the second wave of tv series isn't just not quite on that same level as those earlier ones maybe but hawkeye is actually still my favorite one of the mcu shows on yeah. the uh on disney plus so i'm yeah it's coming i don't know from if, a yeah. different angle it, it's just very strange. Right? I'm I'm really hoping that Miss Marvel kicks up into the into the next two episodes where it will start gearing up and kind of get her ready. Um, because like at, at the minute she doesn't seem to be anywhere near the the useful Captain Marvel of where she is. She needs a lot more practice, a lot more training. But we'll see where it goes. I mean, like I said, I, I'm really interested in it. There's a whole host of stuff that I really like about it. But this episode was very average for me. Just it just didn't didn't. Like instantly getting into that um, fight with this, like the red dagger. I'm like, okay, and just instantly, like within five seconds, just trusting him just seemed very like, okay, we just did this. But there we go. Can't disagree, and just no. not quite as uh, hard on it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like I feel like it's in some ways just like, yeah, no, I, I wanted more. I'm I'm was I wanted more from this series and at the minute it's like I'm not I don't you know I'm not it's not about it being a younger and a different audience it's just like no it just needs to be it just needs to be a little bit better at this point so I'm, I'm hoping that we go into episode 5 could completely blow me away so that it, I I could easily be twisted and turned but and it will just be like oh yeah it was the mid the mid season the mid season drop um, which we seem to be getting a lot, but yeah. So that that was Miss Marvel. But let us know what you thought, think of the of episode four so far. Let's now shift gears a little bit over to let's talk now about Machine Gun Kelly's um, documentary, which dropped. Um, uh, it dropped on Hulu on Monday. It also dropped on Disney Plus around the world. They didn't announce the date in advance. We knew it was coming, so logged in on Monday morning. Like, oh, okay, we've got this one, so I watched it. Now I'm going to be honest. I had no clue who this guy is. I knew he was dating or married to uh, Megan Fox. That was as far as I knew. So watching the documentary was kind of enlightening of the fact of like learning. It's like, okay, I, I've got no idea what his music's like. So he's, he's had a few hits. I don't listen to as much chart music as I used to. I was like, okay, this guy's drinking alcohol, does what he wants. is an anarchist kind of thing. And yeah, it was just like, I got to the end and went, well, okay, I I'll be honest, I didn't like him. <laughs> it was one of those things. It wasn't like a documentary where it was like, oh, I understand you more. It's like, no, you just got way too much money and think you can do what you want. And it, yeah, yeah, in lockdown, you got locked down. And I was like, okay, yeah, I wasn't really blown away. I'm 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 hoping that um Sheen Gun Kelly fans enjoyed it. I hope that they get a little bit more of it. But having never heard of him, this didn't really put him in the best light. It was um, in some ways it was good that it was a little bit more real realistic. They didn't you know, he talked openly about the situations that he was in. Um, I mean, they literally were just like showing him taking drugs. I mean, that was kind of, they weren't showing away from all of that and like drinking and stuff. But yeah, I mean, if you like him, watch it. Um, but if you don't, or if you never read him like me, I'll just skip it. And I haven't seen it. I don't really plan to see it. 
Um, I I am liking that Disney uh, Disney are doing this a little bit more with having more music specials and stuff on there and reaching a different audience, just creating different content. Because um, you don't, you know, like with music as a whole, you all like different things. But yeah, no, I do I do like the fact that we've got um, some different things coming in there. Um, also, um, at this coming Monday, we're getting America the Beautiful, a brand new series that is um, coming in on on Monday. So it's another Monday release, and we're getting the entire series at once. And six episodes, like the first episode is more of like a America, you know, here's everything, you know, here's all the beauty places, here's all the animals. Episode two is more of like the people trying to help America, like um, like working on like trying to like save golf balls, like because there's a golf ball place where the, the entire ocean outside of this golf center is just covered in balls kind of thing. Okay. And, you know, people taking pictures and it was just like, Okay, this is like an environmentalist episode. The other episodes were a little bit more focused on each corner of the US of like different, you know, the desert, the, you know, the the, the prairies, etc. So it was really nice. It looks stunning. It looks really lovely. Um, it's less about humans and more about animals. It's much more focused towards the animals, but there is a little bit of human stuff in there. The scenery is gorgeous. I mean, some of the places in America are gorgeous anyway. Um you know, if you've ever been to some of these national parks, they really capture it, and it is, you know, it is beautiful. Um, the commentary is done by um, I forgot the guy that plays Killmonger in Black Black Panther, Jordan. Yeah, Michael. I wanted to say Michael Jordan, but I was thinking that it was a um, the, the basketball star, Michael but, J. Jordan. I think. Yes, <laughs> it's so. Again, and I have. If you've, if anyone's doesn't this, you know what I'm going to say about the about the commentary. Um, it's a little bit like a woman. It's like playing it straight, and it's kind of it's perfectly fine. And then they'll say the odd little thing, which kind of kicks it into like the Disney nature territory a little bit, where it's like trying to tell. It's like why why does American commentaries keep doing this, where they keep like sliding it back to oh he didn't mean to fall over there. What? Why, why to say, you know, it's like so cheesy that it's just like you ruined it. It was, you were doing it all right. <laughs> and then he just kind of, I don't know. It's just, and I've said this many times where I struggle with American commentaries on nature documentaries. And this is just that same little thing of, you know, trying to write little, little nice little bits in it just doesn't sometimes work. But that's, that's my own personal issue with, and, and I've, and it's not just, this one, I mean, it, it's not that bad. It's nowhere near Disney, Disney nature level. But there was a couple of occasions where I was like, oh, "Do we? This one, that's a bit condescending, kind of thing." Um, but other than that, it, it's all right. Um, I really recommend everyone watch it. I probably wouldn't say do a binge drop. I wouldn't say watch all of them. I would probably stretch them out a little bit because they get a little bit samey, especially with how it works. But yeah, a nice one probably to watch right through over a couple of weeks. I would stretch that one out a little bit. Yeah, I think it's uh, a cultural thing that our documentaries we're just used to watching documentaries that way and uh you know right or wrong that's that's just the style that we're used to over here so that's the style that continues and honestly i think most countries have their own style for documentaries yeah again that is like you say and i've said this before it's just i love nature documentaries and it's the reason why a lot of the times the american ones get redubbed by somebody else when they come over here because i think they take that kind of again of how how we are different you know and just sometimes sometimes that is just the case but i feel like especially i think with the disney plus ones 
you really like, oh, that's really noticeably different. <laughs> and, but it's it's very just sort of soft, very gentle. But it, it's a it's a really it's a very well made show. It's definitely worth checking out. I would recommend it. Yeah, I, I plan to watch at least one of them this coming week when it drops. Yeah, I definitely definitely take your time. I wouldn't do all of them at once. We got the first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building, so they dropped on Tuesday. New episodes dropping every week on Disney Plus around the world and on Hulu in the United States. And what did you think of the first two episodes? Yeah, I overall really enjoyed them. It, it they they seem to have an interesting hook for this season. They've got a lot of twists already building into it. Uh, I hope they don't have too many twists. Actually, it feels like they're juggling a lot of balls. But yeah, well, it yeah it has me hooked that I'm looking forward to episode three this coming week and uh, hopefully on continue on through the rest of the series as well. Because it's like I said last week, wasn't it? Where you know, like it felt like you were just back into it. It, mm -hmm. it felt like you didn't leave, and that was um, so. I'm looking forward to watching that series moving forward. But yeah, I really enjoyed those first two episodes, though they could have gotten any other celebrity except for Amy um, Swimmer to do it. Uh, Schumer, I think. Schumer, right? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna say pretty much the same thing. I, it's not even, well, it's not even her herself. It, the the character that she's playing, which is a stylized version of yeah. herself, she's literally playing Amy Schumer. It's like, I'm not interested in your storyline in this. She, she she's coming in as a fangirl who wants to create a show based on the first season of the podcast, or maybe now the second season of the podcast, and like. This isn't this isn't an interesting subplot. I mean, it could morph into one. We've got several episodes. It, it probably would have been. It probably would have made it a little bit interesting had it been like the third or fourth season. That it feels a little bit too soon to do it because they're still in the middle of it. Because <laughs> yeah, kind of, no, yeah, yeah. It. I don't know. And then her character is odd. Like you can't yeah. tell when she's acting or when she's not acting, and what her obsessions are, and. Yeah, we'll we'll see about yeah. that one. Plus the whole, yeah, the whole meta thing of like, yeah, we're gonna turn it into an eight to ten episode streaming service. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I I get the joke, but it's not funny. Can we move yeah. on? <laughs> no, but overall, I mean, this is this is gonna be a good good show for the summer. But um, obviously next week we'll get into episode three when we because obviously I did a, a talk about episode one and two last week. But yeah, that was pretty good. We also got a new episode of the Orville. Um. And I watched it this morning. It's like, whoa, they are really kind of coming in heavy on some of these topics. Because this episode was all about um, one of the kids that was from a story from, I think it was season one, where um, there's a planet with just males, but one of them um, gives birth to, or has an egg, and it becomes a female. And this whole kind of thing of turning the female into a male while it's a baby. Well, this is kind of like the follow-up to that, like years later when um, she kind of, the, the child realizes something's not quite right, finds out that she's actually a girl and not a, a boy, and then you know having to have procedures and there's space going on and the parents are fighting. Um, yeah, really heavy. Um, yeah, my, my wife doesn't. She's not seen the Orville, and she was just like she she saw like twenty minutes ago. And she was just kind of going, "What is this rubbish?" <laughs> it was the word because it was just like because I was just like, "Why are they? What is going on with all these aliens?" Like, yeah, this is not the probably the the best episode to watch off the bat, but it was like, I did can't help but feel like, wow, they really, they, I mean, they were fully going into it and in a unique way that being an alien species and with the way that they do it. And it's a very interesting episode. They're very political. I mean, we had the whole thing like with 
almost like the American political system last week. This week, you know, I would even, I mean, yeah, we're talking like full on like transgender issues here. And it was like, I thought it was very well handled. But because they were able to take it away from Earth and kind of give it an entirely different spin, but give it a, a spin that we can see it from, just a very interesting storyline. I mean, again, not a lot of jokes in this one. No, they they have given up any pretense that this is the haha funny Star Trek parody. Now this is yeah. this is now just like the successor to Star Trek, um, and this is the kind of episode that Gene Roddenberry would have done if he was making Star Trek today rather than in the '60s and '70s. You know, people tend to gloss over the original series was very political at times and very uh, social. So, huh? Like a utopia, wasn't it? It was always that kind of thing. The better, but, the you know, the better version of humanity. But not even just that. Like he, he, Star Trek is notable for having the first interracial kiss uh, broadcast on stream because uh, there was that one episode. But they did it much the same way that this does it, where like, no, no, it's not humans. We're talking about the issue with aliens and their culture yeah. is different, so it's not the same subject. And then just kind of sneaking it in there and going, oh wait, no, this is totally a transgender issue and. These are the major talking points on both sides and, you know, presenting it in a way that is understandable, even from people who maybe don't understand the idea of transgender or or already have a, uh, feelings against it and and then just running with it and seeing what. But yeah. this is a very heavy episode. Yeah, it, it was very I mean, it was very um, heavy. I mean, I, I mean, it very much, you know, I mean, they pretty much got rid of a character. I mean, they already have a major character because of it, you know, with the, I mean, uh, with he's, he's running away. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of, he's, he's been a bit like that anyway, on a few occasions where this whole situation, he's very much been, but it's just a very, but even his side of the story was interesting of like where they played on it, of, of how he felt. And yeah, it's just been a really, a, a, a very serious series. It's really um, kicked yeah. up a bit. I did like the, the aspect to it that he, that Clyden himself, had been a girl born yeah. and had the procedure and didn't find out about it until later in life. And then of course had to suppress it because he lived deep within yeah. the society. And then seeing, you know, him doubling down on it repeatedly. Like, yeah, I, I wish I had never known. I, I would have been, I would have been unhappy, but I'd be happier than I am now. Yeah. And, and then him not accepting that, well, things might be different now. Maybe, you know, the, the world has changed or the universe has changed since I moved on. And that's obviously something that you tend to see in these political discourses of like mm. people being frustrated, not realizing that the pain they went through doesn't necessarily have to go on to the next generation. Are they and they've also been dealing with it for in multiple episodes leading up to mm -hmm. it with his problems of speaking with women with women and just like not liking women and it's yes it's just a very interesting show I, I wasn't you know when i sat down and watched orville a couple of months ago for the first time this was not where i thought this show was going to go um no. and it is very good um it's it's very interesting um i mean even it was funny my dad said to me the other because what he's like why is it it's like no you get a new episode oh good new episode he's, i said oh yeah we binged through like seasons one to three because <laughs> he goes oh yes yeah, i enjoyed it now because of what you said it's like yeah but this is this is it. But yeah, a very, very, a very interesting story with this one. Um, very different again. And then sometimes it's, it's, I mean, it's so different from episode one where we were just fighting with, you know, the robots and stuff. Looking but you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, very, very, really enjoying the series. This one's really good.
Yes. However, if you have not started the series, this is not where to start. You need no. you do need to go back to season one because uh, this storyline and other storylines that they've explored really do have the ground laid in those early seasons. Mm -hmm. And if you come into this one cold without the backstory, it's not going to hit the same no. way as it's been if really you've seen this transition. Yeah, I mean, it's been really good this week for Disney Plus here in the UK. We got Machine Gun Kelly on Monday. Tuesday, we got Only Murders in the Building. Wednesday, we got all the stuff. Thursday, we got Orville. And then Friday, we got like the princess and stuff. So we were like five days, new new stuff every single day. So it's been really good on Disney Plus this week. And um, we shifting gears. Yeah. And also, like, let's now talk about Baymax, a brand new series which dropped on Wednesday. So it's a series of like six shorts where Baymax is. Kind of helping each person deal with a situation um, through healthcare, and then they all kind of come together at the end to kind of help them out. Um, I thought this series was going to be a little bit longer. I, I, they kept. I didn't realize it was a short series. I thought it was going to be a full like episode. You put, um, which I was a little bit like, oh, I was hoping a little bit more from this. It looks good. It looks like it's from 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 Big Hero Six. But I'm going to be honest, I missed the superhero aspect of this Big Hero 6. That was my, it's like you took all the all the Baymax healthcare parts of the movie and kind of expanded on that. But we didn't get the, like the superhero version, which I'm just realizing, see, whoop, just above there my, just above my camera. You see, this is, and that's literally just, because I like, I like the, the superhero version of Baymax. I mean, the, the cute and cuddly version is okay, but yes, um, yeah. I would have liked a little bit more of that. Well, I think there's room for both. Obviously, we had the traditional style animation Baymax series or Big Hero 6 series, IET, um, with that went on for three seasons. And it's really it's a really fun throwback yeah. to like the 1990s cartoons. It's not as dark as like the Batman or it's got more of an X-Men feel than the, the 90s animated X-Men. Definitely worth watching that if you want the superheroes stuff from yeah. Big Hero 6. Um, and since that is out there, I'm kind of glad they took the, this other side of things and kind of you get to see Baymax as Baymax doing what he was designed to do in yeah. the first place. And it's short, so it's not a, a big thing. I I also thought they were going to be a bit longer, but it it does make sense with it being shorter. You don't need to flesh out a 20 minute mm -hmm. episode of like, you know, turn it into house, but for kids or, or something like that. No, it's. Here's the issue. Here's my prescription. Oh, you're fighting back. Oh, well, okay, now it's okay. Uh, you don't need, you know, a super in-depth, uh, you know, let's do the MRI and let's yeah. get through the CAT scans and everything. No, it's just Baymax doing what Baymax does. That said, it, there's not a lot of meat to it. You know, it, it's it's not a deep series. But if you want Baymax, if you want, you know, memes of Baymax, this is where this is where to go. So I enjoyed it, but I also fully acknowledge, you know, it's not going to have the meat that people want for it. Yeah. In which case, go check out Big Hero 6, the animated series. Uh, it's actually really good. Yeah, for me, it was very lukewarm, this series. Very averaged. It didn't really kind of... There was a few points that were kind of interesting, but some of it was just very, um, again, vanilla. Just, just There was some interesting... I mean, there was the whole episode where she was running the cafe and... I obviously, as someone that ran a cafe for 20 years, I completely understood the frustrations that she had when, you know, and the thing of you're injured or you're ill, but you have to keep going because if you don't, your, your customers could go and you might not come back or you're not going to make any money and you're not going to be. 
you know, I understood that. And, you know, the customers, I, it, I mean, it was a little bit fluffy of going, oh, yeah, she quit. She, she stopped worrying about that very quick. Well, we, <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. Wow. But I generally, that was, that was a nice, fun episode, which I definitely could relate to. He had the whole one with the um, reaction of him suddenly becoming um, like to fish. And I really enjoyed how they played a little bit on the end of that episode with him like sort of asking one of the um, other market store guys out on a date and him like being really embarrassed with Baymax kind of saying, you know, your heart is accelerated and kind of being so. And I, I thought it was so, such a lovely little way of doing it subtly. I've, um, I thought that was, uh, that was really a really nice way. Um, then there was also the, the, the period episode, which um, let's just take, let's take turning red and go like, no, all the stuff that they kind of hinted at this episode went in on full blown, you know, healthcare stuff, you know, her, you know, in her explaining to it, the whole thing of um, Baymax being in the store trying to buy map pads and tampons and stuff. Um, I have been in that situation myself, so I can uh, relate to her. Like, what are you buying? <laughs> like, you know, and I, you know, we, you know, and I, and, and, and asking people, I could, to I totally got that one. I did pick up a lot of in interesting comments online because um, a lot of people picked up on it, and you know, obviously going against it, and it was like, why are they doing this with kids? And I was like, this is kids between eight and like you know thirteen, something. Like that. They need some. You know, there's these kind of stories can really help, you know, help a kid. And it's like, it, it does it tastefully. It did it all with, um, you know, science. You know, Baymax is completely just straight. Doesn't, you know, doesn't, you know, play, doesn't play it for last. Or anything like that. And I thought this was a really good episode. Really, really took everything from turning red and just like, just dealt, dealt with it in such a different way. And I thought this was just done very, very well. I, I, I thought this was, a, a, again, a, a great episode just to have. Um, not going to appeal to everyone. But that's not what all these episodes are for. I just thought that was that was just handled in such a nice way. Yeah, these episodes are important, and we talked about it when when Turning Red came out too, because young girls are going to have to deal with this, you know, for the next forty to fifty years of their lives, uh, some all the way through their entire yeah. lives. And even though guys typically don't get periods, getting rid of the mysticism behind it and the ooh ickiness factor is also very important because I've. I've also had that experience where, like, uh, I was dating a girl at the time, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm out of pads, but I can't go and get them. Can you? And I'm like, uh, can you send me a picture of yours? Because <laughs> what the heck is this? I, I've done that as well as, like, going, um, yeah, you know, like, what ones? <laughs> yeah. Can you send me a picture just... of the box, please? <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, we, we've been there. You know, it is that thing of, like, you know, like you say, getting rid of the things. And, you know, we're, you know, we're exact prime example of, like, I can. I saw that from an entirely different light as an adult. As a kid, yeah, I probably would have just glanced straight over, thought it was a rubbish episode, and moved on to the next one. And that's how it would have been as a, as a you know. But for a girl, would have an entirely different things. I mean, I also say as well. I think you know, if you, especially if you, you know, if you've got sisters and stuff, you're going to be much more aware of it. But if you're in a house like I was, where it was a brother, we didn't, we didn't have, you wouldn't know about this stuff the same way. So I, I think it's important. And I thought it was entertaining. I thought I thought it was a good a good episode. But obviously, it's for, for you know for younger audiences. I thought it handled it really well. Um, but overall, it was it was a solid series. Like I said, I would have liked a little bit more meat on the bone, a little bit more, a little bit more action, a little bit more superhero stuff. But I saw where it was going, you know, in, in how they did it. And it's a nice, solid, easy going series. Um, I there's nothing that was to me anyway. Yeah, no, I like I said, it it is not. 
you know, a huge series. It's not going to to necessarily be what everyone wants, but they are cute. They're very easy to get through. There's not too many of them, and they're fairly short. And it's more Baymax. Yeah. It, I I think that having this alongside the Big Hero Six show works out really well. Mm-hmm. It, and I know that there are a lot of people who just really like Baymax, and this will will tickle their fancy quite a bit as yeah. well. No, I thought that was good. And then also finally, we're going to talk now about the Princess, which this is a brand new movie that arrived on Monday. On oh, sorry, on Friday, um, on Disney Plus around the world, on Star Plus of Latin America, and on Hulu in the United States. Um, this one here was a action flick, sort of set in a fantasy fairy tale castle, where um, uh, the princess is kidnapped after refusing to get married, and he doesn't take too well to it and storms the castle and takes over. From there, she then kind of goes full Taken and then does this full um, Liam Neeson deal where she's then going to rescue her family and save everybody. And she will do, you know, she can just take on everybody on the castle going on the way down, taking out every guard she possibly can in the unique ways possible, full of action, full of blood, full of guts. Um, I would say it's kind of like a, a kick-ass meets Taken with the story and the plot is wafer thin <laughs> it's just like it's the most basic uh, thing you know because she's been trained um in martial arts i really enjoyed it it was stupid fun i thought i i enjoyed it it was like an action film from from the 80s but just you've got the modern twist with it obviously being um a princess but then i think you know how many films have we seen in the past you know where the girl is the you know kill bill kind of thing or, you know where she's uh, fun full of blood not, not a lot of story 90 minutes bing bang boom it was that's what I thought of it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much an accurate <laughs> description of it. Uh, the important thing to note is that for the most part, the action scenes are really entertaining. They mm-hmm. they have longer shot action scenes rather than choppy cut action scenes, which is my yeah. preference. I prefer the longer shots, things like uh, John Wick style or yeah. or like Deadpool or something where they let the action talk for itself rather than trying to jar you. With, well, yeah. the Taken style or the the uh, Born style of fast cuts. So I appreciated that. Yeah, you know, you you can nitpick or make complaints like, oh, she's a little teenage girl taking on guys literally three times her size and winning fairly. And like, whatever, that's not the point. You you just enjoy it, just have fun with it, turn your I brain mean, off. It's yeah. it does what it needs to. I mean, there's a whole thing where she kicks that big guy with a helmet um, in the nuts, and he's she's going, "Well, that normally works." <laughs> I, that was honestly probably the funniest thing in the movie because you're like, "Oh yeah, that, that's the tip." And it's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and they never bother to explain why it doesn't work. It's not like he's wearing a you know like a cup. cup or something, but whatever. It, and I will give uh, points to, to Dominic Cooper. He his character does not show up in most of the movie, and he has like nothing to work with this. This is a generic villain one-on-one, yeah. but he does a good job of making the character feel slimy, even though he's yeah. only got like three minutes of screen time in there. Yeah, I mean, I could have done without the the woman with the whip because that felt a little bit like you knew where that was going a mile. You could see where this whole film was going a mile off. Oh, yeah. but it didn't really matter. It was just fun. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I, I, I it was a nice, a nice easygoing action film. Just I, I, I like as well like it's the princess in a castle in a faraway place. It's like the most un Disney movie possible in terms of just like it was almost like like I say a mix between like the Kingsman and uh, Taken and Kick Ass and just yeah. kind of, and then Frozen. Just <laughs> you know what it, it reminded me of um, the Raid, the two Raid movies yeah. from a number of years ago because it's a similar plot where it's literally just 
the whole plot is her getting out of the tower and fighting her way down back to ground level um, with good action sequences. Yeah. And, and that's what it reminded me of most of all, but it is definitely an amalgam of multiple different movies. It's not going to go down as one of the greatest of all time, but it does make for good weekend viewing. If it came on again, I would watch it. You know, the... Yeah, it's like for me, I think because I like those the movies that we've mentioned that I like that that kind of side of it. You know, also like playing video games and stuff. Kind of used to death. So, um, my wife wasn't quite as keen on it. She just thought it was like it was a bit. Out. It was like, you know, it didn't have that impact. But but again, it, it's a very easygoing film. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people that like it, and it's not gonna it's not gonna win any awards. But it was solid. It was, uh, and it's been quite funny because I thought, well, it's like if the plots. The plot's not good. The action's really good. It shouldn't be good, but I really enjoyed it. And the amount of people that have said the same thing are just like, yeah, it's stupid and it's a bit violent, but it's, it's it was fun. <laughs> and it, it was nice having fun. I think that was the key thing. It was just a fun film. It was fun. It knows what it is. It doesn't pretend that it's got some super important message. It doesn't even try. It's just like, yeah. look, the story is she needs to get to the bottom and these people don't want her to get to the bottom. Go. That that is the story, and then it's just her, you know, getting into fights every couple of. Only, I mean, yeah. honestly, a bit like Dread from a couple of years ago too. Yeah, it was the same similar setup. The one with uh, Lena Headey uh, and Carl Urban. Yeah, and again, just it's just it's just it's a fun movie, and I think that's not always a bad thing. It knew what it was, and I like these. It's a shame just that we don't get to get enough of these kind of stuff anymore. Because I think growing up, this was like we, we, this was mainstream. We saw this just one after another, and then and then everyone wanted plots and stories. <laughs> just, I you know trying to overcomplicate things. They're like no, just keep it simple, and sometimes it will work. I remember Jackie Chan doing an interview back when like um, Rumble in the Bronx and. Yeah. Uh, um, was that Western one and uh, Rush Hour and things like that? And he's like, yeah. When you're when you're over in China and you're making the movies, it's just like kick this thing and punch that guy and stuff. And then you come over to America and they're like, what do you? Need? I have to do a plot. I have to talk. I have to do this story well, thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is see, I was I that period of time I was watching so many martial art movies, all the Jackie Chan movies, Jet Li stuff. It, yeah, I was when all that. I, I loved all those films, so I still like that. And so this kind of took me back to that kind of easygoing film. You know, I think it was like First Strike, you know, so a load First, of other ones. Uh, yeah, First Strike and like Drunken Master 1 and yeah. 2 and Iron Monkey. and it, Yeah, th they have a plot that's just there, just there to give you context for why these guys are fighting, why you should root for Jackie Chan or Jet Li yeah. or Donnie Yen, and why you should root against, you know, mm. in this case... Um, Dominic Cooper. And that's all you need. I need to root for the good guys. I need to want to see the bad guys fail. That's it. That's action movie yeah. 101. That's why I like that's why I really enjoy the John Wick films. I don't I don't think I've ever seen them twice, but I every time a John Wick, oh yeah, I'm in for this. Yeah. This is gonna be a, and Fast and Furious is kind of the same kind of thing. If you know what you're gonna get, it's gonna be stupid, it's gonna be big. And yeah, so yeah, so I would recommend if you like dumb action movies, check out the princess. Um now. So yeah, so there we go. That is all of this week's um, reviews. There was quite a bit of it. There was a, a, quite a mix of stuff. Yeah. And again, all but one of them <laughs> is on Hulu. Well, America here. the Beautiful will be on. Will That's be on true. Disney, but yeah. that, that comes and out Baymax. on Monday on the 4th. That, so I haven't seen it, but like I said, I'm planning on checking out at least the first episode or picking one of the episodes. Plus, I, I just like those documentaries in general. And if 
the commentary gets annoyed. Oh, the little baby, oh, she fell over. Whatever gets annoyed, just turn that off. The point is the beautiful visuals. Anyway. Yeah, it will look good. Um, obviously, next week we will be talking about Four Love and Thunder. We'll be seeing that this coming week. And then we'll also be talking about Miss Marvel. Um, also, keep an, uh, I've just put up a video today with the composer from uh, Rise, from the Disney Plus series. So check that video out. It was um, an interview that I did yesterday. And also should have an, another interview going up during the week. Um, so it's going to be a, a gr- good week coming up. On that note, guys, thank you very much. I'll see you guys soon. Laters. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.